please. And there we go. Bam. Just like that. <clears throat> Good morning, everyone. It is Monday. It is February 1st, the start of a new month. We're going to kind of wind up January in probably about a few minutes and jump right into what's going on with February. But what a way to start out on a Monday. Start of a new week, start of a new month. Good morning. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Narni Boss, live from Vero Beach with two... This does, and good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva, having lighting and glaring issues as always. Um, <laughs> you know, the end of January, it's the 1st of February, and in the Northeast, we are under a snow winter storm warning, and we expect in our area to get 12 to 24 inches, kind of a big range. We don't know, we'll figure it out as we go, obviously, but. We're keeping toasty warm because burr, it's cold. So let's recap um, January. Uh, and I'll just start off by saying on a personal note, January in some respects was a shit show. Uh, yes, it was. It really was. And I just want to say, and I'm going to speak in general terms because I never give out anybody's names because I don't think that's right. <laughs> but when you, how, how do I start out by saying this? I'm just going to come out and say it. When you lose a friend and um, not by death. Okay. So I just want to let everybody know I, that did not happen. But when you lose a friendship that really meant something to you, to me, that was devastating, <clears throat> excuse me, that was devastating on so many different levels. Now, how does that happen? I, in some respects, I, I don't even understand how it happened. So that's kind of what I was feeling uh, this weekend. I'm not going to lie. Um, it did get to me. Um, but what I found was it was okay for me to take some time and validate it. And for me, when I get to that point where I validate how I feel, that's also the part of letting it go because it's wasted energy. It sure, it sure is wasted energy. And I think we tend to, excuse me, my throat was a little dry this morning. We tend to, I think, almost focus too much. And I actually did a post uh, that kind of summed that up and a lot of times where it's because we you know we can't let go of the memories uh, you know there was a connection in there and part of revolving as you gain more experience with the relationships or you just have that experience under your belt uh, it's, it's much different than when you were in you know grade school or, or high school or even college for that matter. And even, even young adults, you know, you find that your paths go in different directions and it's, that's kind of a natural progression. But as you age and your circle of friends become tighter, you value more because partly because, and I think probably one of the main experiences that you do value each other, you enjoy each other's company and you're building that, that journey, you're building those memories that kind of kind of intertwine the relationship as a whole. Some of those memories are great. Some of them are sad. Some of them are joyful. Some of them are creative. Some of them are just, you know, fun. 
So when you take a uh, position or a difference of opinion, or you don't see eye to eye or something tragically happens that you cannot kind of mend it. I think as you get older, those relationships are harder to uh, recover from. And, you know, I thought of a lot, I also thought a lot about that this weekend from a, from a different perspective, because it wasn't like anything specifically happened, but then I thought, well, something did specifically happen. And, and, and what was that? When you uh, take a stand, when you uh, have a belief system, when part of who you are is about helping other people, but also really focusing on treating people the way that we want to be treated, mutual respect. And when that boundary gets crossed, there are times where you can kind of pull the other one on either side to kind of see the point of view. Sometimes it's just a matter of reaching that old saying, um, extend the olive branch. You know, you'll hear a lot of that. And that does sometimes kind of help. Um, and sometimes I wonder really if it's more of a Band-Aid, depending on the severity of what the disagreement was, depending the severity of the hurt, depend, you know, so, so many different things. So one of the things that I had chatted about, or actually that I posted, I'm going to try to see if I can get my exact words, because sometimes <clears throat> I don't do that. And then I find myself quoting myself and I'm like, mm, that's not really what I meant. Uh, let me see if I can find that. I know it was here. Um, Got to keep searching, reflections, blessings. Okay, here we go, found it. At some point in your life, you've probably worried about what somebody else is going to think about you, right? And that's partly because of friendship. You know, you, you try to always be your best self, whether it's a new adventure, whether it's an opinion, whether it's a new job, whether whatever it may be. But a lot of times human nature dictates that we naturally, once we're going to take on this, we kind of worry about what the other person's going to think. We all do it. It's all part of human nature. But guess what? Putting so much thought into someone that most likely won't even go to your funeral. And mm -hmm. I asked when I posted that, I said, read it, digest it, and reread that again. Putting energy into someone that probably won't go to your funeral. So it sounds morbid to a certain degree, but there's something that there's very truth to it because I think we become a society that's, you know, we, we're so consumed with keeping up with the Joneses. We're so consumed with wanting to be accepted, wanting people to enjoy us the way, you know, we're, we, we think that, you know, whatever we are, we're postured in how we believe and we want everyone to think the best of us. I mean, that's just natural. But with the with loving someone and loving the best of them means loving all of them, faults, mistakes, divots in the relationship. That's what true love 
and where your true alliance and emotion and it's an investment when you're emotion you're when you're when you're investing someone in a relationship you're you're investing them in your emotional well-being so if they're not adding that value if they're not impacting your life in a positive way if they're stressing you out if they've caused a harm that just can't you can't overcome it is okay to let them go doesn't mean that it's easy doesn't mean that it's you know, you're going to get over it quickly, but you have to think about that. Will this person that I'm putting so much energy, so much worry, whether, you know, they're going to like me, whether they're going to accept me, whether they're going to agree with me, whether they're going to treat me the way that I want to be treated. And at the end of the day, would they even attend my funeral? So that's the, the question I would pose to you and pose to, to our audience. If this person is someone you don't think is going to attend your funeral. Mm. And it's kind of, you know, I, I look at it now almost in a comedy way. Because when you talk about funerals, that, that can be depressing. When you talk about your own uh, legacy and, you know, the end of life, we're, we're, we're born to die. That's kind of a weird way to start the new month. But that's, that's, that's a fact. <laughs> we're born to die. So are we wasting too much of who we are worried about how someone thinks, how someone's going to react, and about someone that's done us harm that didn't really care about us in the beginning? I don't know. What do you think? Well, there's a lot of truth to that. And you have to wonder, and I'll just say that there are, are a few people, and not just the situation that occurred, um, that I do not want at my funeral so i'll just say that now do i say never as far as um that something can't be mended or <laughs> worked on um i'm not gonna lie i have said never um but i always believe that there is hope i always believe the goodness even after the mishap if you will so what is the truth behind that a lot of that i think stems from perception because when things unravel unraveling takes on a new meaning and for somebody to think that really goes beyond um i think that maybe in their situation that they're putting too much into that and where was the value in the friendship to begin with Right, and don't, you, and don't you find, too, when you get to that point that, and I think this is part of a healthy relationship to address issues as they come up. Um, <clears throat> most of the time we try to do that with our better halves. Sometimes that's an ongoing battle. I had that battle this morning about laundry. Someone is banned from doing laundry or I'm going to get scissors and start cutting his clothes. Just saying. But anywho... If you're not addressing the issue at, as it comes about, don't you find when you know you get you reach that point of like you you want to break it, you want to like just go at it, you know, full full force, and then your mind automatically goes through almost like a checklist. Well, back in 1982, he pissed me off, or she pissed me off about this. Um, 
1994, you know, this happened. In 1998, 2002, like you start going through this checklist of things that you probably never addressed with a person to begin with. So all of that baggage comes along with the current incident. Or it may not even be things that the person did wrong. It might be things that just irritate you about the person. So in other words, um, I know one of your pet peeves is if someone has a fork and before they've asked you, so I'm gonna pretend this pad is a plate. And for those of you that are viewers or listeners that can't see, I'm actually just pretending I have a plate in my hand and a fork. And how many times can you relate to Oh, can I try that? But as they're asking the try, they've already got your fork, their fork on your plate. Now, I know that's one of your particular pet peeves. It's also one of mine. Um, and I think that I think that stems from growing up with six kids with a lazy Susan that went round and round on the table. It's one of those little things. And as the food spun around, you stick your fork to get the food. And with six kids, two brothers, if you didn't like get that fork in there quick, you might not get a piece of chicken. But I think what happens is we, as human beings, we have a checklist of things that, you know, this, you know, what irritates me about this person. Um, maybe, you know, it's a habit they have. Maybe I don't like the way that they, you know, respond to this or, you know, they did me harm and hurt my feelings. So you add up all these things on your checklist. So when that paramount thing happens that you think maybe it's going to crack the relationship, all that other garbage comes up. So it is so super important for your mindset to start fresh, but you cannot start fresh until you get rid of the old crap. So what I like to do, uh, and I, and I've cut this, I start, I started this a while ago and I have not been faithful to myself to keep doing it. And I'm starting that today. So I am going through relationships. Uh, I decided that because of, you know, really the last year, the emphasis on who you want to be with more and more has more value because of what, what transpired where a lot of us were forced to stay at home, connect with people via Zoom, whatever it may be. So what I just what I started to do and I, I backed off on it, but I'm going to start today is do that. Take a take a pad of paper and. I always say that you are mirroring like the 10 most. A lot of people say five, but I say the 10 most. I think it takes 10, 10, 10 relationships around your life that really help form and are a reflection of you. And if, the, if those relationships are very important to you, but as human beings, we know like certain things may irritate us or whatever, is I'm writing less. Of, and, and that 10, that with the 10 people that I'm talking about, that, that can be rotated. You may develop a new relationship with somebody and then you let go of another. So that's kind of a revolving door. But you usually have that 10 core people of people that kind of shape you as well as you impact them. So it's kind of a one hand washes the other. And taking that note and writing their name down and maybe if things occurred, the month prior, you know, maybe there was mishaps, maybe there was a hurt feeling. And some of these, some of those things you may 
not even want to address with the person. That's part of the stacking of hanging on to that baggage. And then you feel like, oh, it's too little. I don't, I don't really want to say anything. Or, gee, I can't really go back three years when this person did that. But you still got to get rid of it, right? Because that person still adds value to you. So you write that list and burn it. Anything that, you know, you felt that person did wrong to you, anything that maybe hurt you, if it's things that you really don't want to address that to that person, but you still want to salvage the relationship, write it down, get it off your chest and burn it and let it know once you do that ceremonial burning, you're never going to bring it up again. It's past. It's old. You've dealt with it in your own way now some things you may start writing and it start may stirring up emotion and feelings and you may say i i really got to address that with that person then put that in another bag so you may have two lists for somebody things that you want to talk about and other things that eh, it really weren't that important but they obviously were important enough because they're gnawing at me but i still got to get rid of them and then thirdly you may have someone on that list that does not serve you anymore. We're all about serving others. That's what we do. That's why Two Sisters was formed. But we also recognize that in serving others, we rely on other people to serve us because that's what shapes who we are. So if you have a person on that list and they're not serving you anymore and you cannot, there's, there's things on that list that you can't get over and you wanna either back off of the relationship or end the relationship, Again, same scenario, write it down and burn it and either write it down and tuck it away that this is something I really need to chat with them about and maybe I'm not right ready. But if it's something that you know, whatever, like whatever, whatever it may be, it's a ceremony, it's a symbol, but it also recognizes letting you kind of shed that stuff off of your heart off of your soul. And I decided that I'm gonna do that every first of the month because when you start the first of the month and you can't even do it in the previous month, I, I don't believe in recreating uh, or salvaging stuff that really is, is adding heartache to your heart and you have to complete it, you have to complete it. So that's why I always say, everyone's, well, you're starting a new month, new beginning, new Monday. You can't do that until you've validated the previous month and the previous month just got over. The previous week just got over. So allow yourself that part of starting a new journey because with every, every new journey became and was and is because of another beginning's end. So if you don't address up to the end, you're not gonna have a good start to your month. You're not gonna have a good start to your week. So it's just something that I, I decided that, you know, I, I used to do it and I have not done it. And I think for me, that is going to help. And I hope that that empowers other people and impacts them in such a way that maybe you don't, you weren't not going to go to the extent that I'm going to go to. But even like I said, if you just write it down and burn it, it's a, sim, it's a symbol of just letting go. You know, and that brings up a lot of memories from this whole past year with, and I can think of a particular instance where, and it was right before uh, daddy passed away, um, having a meeting or 
walking by someone that has really done you wrong and you've always had this perception that okay what did I do wrong I know it has probably something to do with xyz but why why is that person over there so hate <clears throat> excuse me so hateful so miserable just whatever but having <clears throat> that aspect to where it finally came across where I was able to say, hey, what the hell is the deal here? And then to be able to find out exactly why this that person was so upset. And as hurtful and as upsetting as that was, I actually felt really good after that because it gave me that validation that I hadn't done anything wrong. I, I know that I didn't. I'm not going to say that I was that I was ever innocent in this whatever had transpired, but I can say with certainty that <clears throat> having that validation for myself meant the world for me. And all I can say about that is I wish this person well, and I hope that they have a happy, healthy life. And that's all that I can hope for. Um, well, I still kind of say never in that situation, but I think that there's always hope, but I'm also being realistic. Um, and that's really coming from the heart. So I think that there's validation. I think that there is forgiveness. I will never say never, but in the same respect, I'm not going to keep myself in the past because that's gonna prevent me from going forward. So that's, I think my, my advice for somebody who may be going through the loss of a friendship or the camaraderie. <clears throat> I know for instance, for me, um, I'm very, very sensitive by nature. I just am, I always have been, I always will be. I'm gonna be 59 years old. Oh my God, even saying that is like really weird. But just so you know, when you turn 59 this year, you're really going on your 60th. Just wanted to throw that out there. Just saying. Mm. Yeah. It's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> OMG. Um, and a sidetrack to that sidebar, this has nothing to do with nothing. Somebody said to me the other day, well, I can't believe all that's happened in my 50s. And really theirs in comparison to what my 50s have been like we were both laughing so hard because you know I had a major hip operation two shoulder operations two dental implants broken foot and it's just like you know what if that's the worst thing the worst things that I have to complain about again I think I'm doing pretty damn good but moving forward with mindset Monday on a snowing Monday what is the good that we can do for ourselves? But more importantly for others is to be there for everyone. February 14th is coming up. And I think somebody's birthday is coming up too. Yes. Uh, Michael John's birthday is coming up. Sweet pea. Sweet pea. Yeah, his birthday is coming up. And uh, actually, uh, it will be mommy's, uh, I don't know how many years since she's passed. That's coming up as well too. 
and it, you know, you, you do have all these, <clears throat> as you get older, you know, I always say when we're younger, when we're in our twenties and thirties and forties, I know those of you that are in that age bracket can, can relate. You have your calendar and whose birthday and wedding days and uh, birth, you know, the announcements of uh, babies being born. And then you segue to the, the milestones and the anniversaries. And then sadly, when you reach your know, late fifties, uh, you enter another period of, you know, that you're recognizing uh, anniversaries of passings. It's a cycle of life. And you have the ability to say, hey, I'm going to take charge and I'm going to do things for my mindset that are going to help me get over these hurdles with relationships, with anniversaries, <clears throat> with birthdays, with all these different things that, you know, life throws at us. I think the one, of the, one thing that's helpful is to recognize when you're in that spiral. Yesterday, I was in that spiral moment of not in a good mindset. And truth be told, you know, I started last night, you know how a lot of people do the, um, you know, they have that dreaded, oh, Monday's coming up, there's that stupid meme, I can't think of what it is, I always call it that dumb meme, uh, Monday, where you're starting to dread that Monday coming up. <clears throat> I had that, not in the same manner, but I thought, oh, it's the first of the month. My mind is not right. I had a very bad day yesterday. Obviously, a lot of people know I uh, take on, I feel I'm a digital warrior when it comes to politics and not even just the politic piece to it. It's just, you know, I think when you're a grandparent, you, you naturally worry about your grandchildren and what kind of world they're going to inherit. And it was a bad day yesterday overall, just hearing a lot of the news that's out there as well as, uh, you know, last night listening to some very, very impactful uh, video, a video that, you know, somebody that owns a huge platform uh, was doing to Americans kind of unbeknownst to us. And I just thought, ooh, like, you know, my mind just, just got into this really bad place. And I thought, oh, I'm dreading tomorrow. Tomorrow's Monday mindset. It's a new month. And, and you know, to our audience, we take pride in uh, really putting that emotion into what we're chatting about and helping you. And I thought last night, I thought, well, gosh, I'm, I'm a fraud. I've got, to, I've got to get my mind right to share and help other people. Yet I'm in this really bad, funky way. So I said, well, what can I do for myself if, you know, I was a client and I'm talking, what would I do for myself? So I thought, damn, I've got to find some station on TV, get a bowl of chocolate chip cookies, which I didn't get quite to get a bowl. I had four, but they were the thin ones. I'm glad John stopped getting the really chunky ones. He got thin ones. So then I feel like I'm eating the same amount, but I'm really actually not. And I was having a little chocolate chip pity party for myself in bed with the covers on. And I started to watch Sandra Bullock. I think I watched the um, uh, Congeniality, And then I watched another movie right after that. I think it's called The Promise or The Proposal. I think that's what it's called. And I just sat there and I thought, just tune the world out. I had not watched a whole movie in a while, never mind two. And just as I was doing that, and I started, started, you know, started off not feeling the best, a friend of mine 
uh, who's a, who, who we've always known each other through church. And, um, but obviously what's been going on in our country, we've connected even more. And he messaged me, he said, did you hear about this? I said, look, I've got to tune out, you know, the news of what's going on with our country right now. I said, I'm trying to get, Monday's a big day for me. I've got to get my mind right. And he just said the sweetest things about, you know, re you remember what you always say, you're never in control. Let's do some, so, so we were actually kind of virtually doing vir virtual prayers with each other. Uh, which helped tremendously. So uh, kudos to uh, John Sequin for kind of helping me out with my mindset last night, which was, uh, you know, it's so funny. I, you have different people that come into your life that you know that, you know, they, they always compliment you, that, you know, you were impacting them. Yet uh, he knew, he just sensed that, you know, I wasn't feeling my greatest. And I think part of that is, being kind to ourselves and as still as women, as much as we preach it, it's still, it's still even difficult for us to say, you know what, it's okay. We're not in that good mind. And how are we going to do that? Close the world off because we can't control it. We preach it all the time, but if I'm not doing what I'm preaching to you, then that's kind of like being a fraud. So that's kind of how I was feeling. Like, how am I going to get out of this? And I just said, I, I have to take care of me. So I shut off um social media which was that that was a help and uh just using messenger and just messaging a few people which helped so you know we always have to find different approaches to how we're feeling because we're human beings it changes all the time so know this know this to our audience know this to our, our viewers and our listeners that while you struggle we do too we are we are not perfect we have always said that we would be authentically us and share, you know, there's days where Jan will fool around with the hair and say it looks, you know, so bad. And she, you know, she doesn't realize how, how cute it looks. And it's all, I always call it the regal look. Um, there's days where we're going to look sweaty. There's days where we're going to be made up. There's days where, you know, it's going to be a shitty day. And we're going to share that with you. There's going to be days that there's heart wrenching things going on in our world and we always encompass what's going on in our world with our health and wellness that's the mission that we're on so if we're going to be authentically us we've got to be authentically honest with our audience to tell you we have shitty days too so yesterday was a shitty day for me i really was stuck in my mind but i'm grateful that i got out of it just in time for this morning because i'm not gonna lie there was a, a point that i almost messaged Jan and said i really don't want to do tomorrow I really don't want to do it, but I'm so grateful that I pushed through it. So that's going to tell you, you got to push through these feelings. We're all feeling them. We're all at a crossroad in our life, whether it's with relationships going on in our world, with our communities, with our own personal lives. But if we band together and chat about it together and give good ideas to kind of help us through this, I think we're going to be more powerful. What about you, Jan? Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Friday was my mucky day. Um, but it, I think, again, it goes back to validation and practicing what we preach and finding those mechanisms or those little things that start the validation process. Okay, put a time limit on it and then move forward. And that's kind of what I have to do when I get in that mucky muck so to speak but on that note mucky muck it's actually a white kind of day out there in connecticut 
<laughs> lots of snow. Uh, we're going to be getting high winds. So to all my friends in the Northeast, stay safe, stay warm. Um, and my name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva, also known as the Deadline Diva and lots of great things coming up for February. And I am with two. So this is Carol Sue, AKA Naughty Boss, live from a windy Vero Beach. The sun is out. We do not have that inclement weather, but we do have kind of high winds. So it'll be interesting to see uh, you know, up north versus down south, the, the weather, and we will be in contact. You guys, whatever whatever you have to do with your mindset, know that you're not alone. You can always reach out to somebody. You can reach out to us and do not feel less of yourself because you get stuck in your own brain. We all do it. We do it. You know, we know you do it. Let's do this together. We will see you tomorrow for Triumph Tuesday. And guess what? If we triumphed January, because it was kind of yuck and it ended on a yucky note, but we're going forward with February, guess what? That's a triumph. You guys have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Have a great day.